0: You're now the you just back and we would be honored if you would join.
1: What's up fellow Star Wars fans? How is everybody doing today? I don't know about you, but I'm really getting tired of this corona crap. I still must go to work, but being stuck in the house when I'm off just sucks. I know it's a lot worse for the people that are stuck in the house all week. But try to keep your heads up, hopefully this will all be over soon. Okay enough with all that, now let's get to the quote for this episode, and it comes from the Grand Master himself. The Great Yoda said, do or do not, there is no try. This has a very to the point meaning. Either you do something and succeed, or you do it and you fail, you never just try. And if you say to yourself, I'm just gonna try, that means that there is doubt in your mind before you even start. If you believe that you might fail, you probably will. Now let's get to the book, because we learn more about the overall plot of this book in this chapter. So let's get to it. I wasn't told to expect you back yet, Lord Scourge.
0: The guard at the gate said, Maybe Darth Nyriss didn't think you needed to know my schedule. Scourge replied, his tone dripping with acid. The guard nodded and buzzed Scourge in. Scourge moved quickly down the stronghold's halls, hoping his rebuke had shocked the guard into not reporting his arrival. The truth was, Nyriss didn't know he was back yet. He had been expected to contact her immediately after the mission to kill Darth Zedrix was over, but he'd stayed silent, hastening his return journey to Dromond Koss so he could question Setchel before anyone else knew he had touched down on the planet. He'd arrived late at night, and if he was lucky, he'd catch Setchel asleep in his room. In the Servant's Wing, he paused at the large wooden door and tested the handle, expecting it to be locked. To his surprise, it turned silently in his hand. Was Setchel expecting someone? Or was he merely so confident in his position as Nyrus's favorite that he believed himself safe? Scourge entered the room, silently locking the door behind him, then crept through the darkness to the bed where Setchel lay sleeping beneath the covers. Reaching out, he placed his gloved hand firmly over Setchel's mouth. Setchel woke with a start, thrashing and loosing muffled cries into Scourge's palm. As if Lord pressed down harder and leaned in close. Cry out for help and you're dead, he whispered in Setchel's ear. Do you understand? Feeling the advisor nod, Scourge slowly drew his hand away. Lord Scourge, Setchel asked softly, is that you? It's hard to see in the dark. No light, Scourge warned, knowing someone might see the glow from beneath the door and decide to investigate. I trust your mission went well, Setchel said. Scourge couldn't see the expression on the Advisor's face, but he detected the faintest tremor in his voice. You're going to answer my questions, Scourge said. Of course, my lord, Setchel replied, reverting to the fawning, ingratiating tone he'd adopted at their first meeting. Meekness will not save you tonight, Scourge said the truth is your only hope of surviving this interrogation he pulled a short sharp blade from his belt and pressed it against setchel's cheek my first question is a simple one has Nyrus been using me my lord why would you think <coughs> scourge jammed his hand over Setchell's mouth cutting off his words then he drew the edge of his blade slowly along the base of one of the fleshy tendrils dangling from Setchel's cheek. The smaller man screamed in agony, but his cries were swallowed up in Scourge's glove. Scourge kept a steady pressure on the blade so that the fine edge sliced cleanly through the tendril, severing it. Blood began to weep from the wound. Scourge waited until Setchel's spasms had stopped before he pulled his hand away. To his credit... Setchel was smart enough to limit further reaction to a soft whimper. When I ask a question, I want a direct and immediate answer, Scourge said. So I will ask again. Is Nyriss using me? Of course she is, Setchel mumbled. She uses everybody. Was Darth Cedric really working with the human separatists? Yes. Scourge analyzed the response, focusing on the tone, pitch, and inflection. Setchel was speaking the truth. Did Cedric actually try to kill Nyris? When Setchel hesitated, Scourge responded by slamming his hand over his mouth again. Ignoring the muffled pleas, he lowered his blade to the advisor's face and severed another tendril. Next time I take an eye, he said once Setchel had recovered from the pain. Remember, direct and immediate answers. Lying took thought and effort. It took time. Forcing a subject to answer quickly was a simple but effective tool. He removed his hand again, ready to slash Setchel's throat if he cried out for help. Again, the advisor had the survival instinct to hold his tongue. Again? Did Zedrix actually try to kill Nyriss? No. The answer was spoken sullenly and resentfully but scourge could sense the truth behind the attitude who hired the assassins nyriss did she wanted to draw suspicion away from herself suspicion suspicion of what ask her yourself setchel spat scourge sighed and clamped his hand over setchel's mouth yet again But before he could bring the blade to bear, the door swung open with such force, it nearly broke free from its hinges.
1: Okay, we start off with the arrival of Lord Scourge to Nairus' stronghold. He is on a mission to interrogate Setchel, and it's a long time coming. He wasn't playing around when he gets to Setchel's room either. He quietly opens the door, then he slowly walks in and over to the bed and puts his hand over Setchel's mouth, pressing down to muffle the advisor's scream. I know Setchel was freaking out. Could you imagine this happening to you? I bet he peed on himself a little bit. I bet he did. So Scourge tells him that they're going to have a little talk. And depending on Setchel's answers, he might make it out alive. Which I doubt that. At this point, he would have to take Setchel out. As soon as Nairus finds out, she's going to kill him anyway. So he might as well make it worth it. But Scourge starts to ask some questions. Every time he thinks Setchel is lying, he cuts off one of his cheek tendrils. One of the questions that got me was, did Zedrix try to kill Nairus? Setchel tells him no. When he asked why Nyris is trying to remove herself from suspension, Central tells him to ask Nyris himself. And he said it with a lot of venom in his voice. He, you know, he put some force in it. <sighs> Goes to take out an eye, but then the door flies open, and that's where we left off. So let's get back to find out what happens next. Darth Nyris stood on the other side, framed by the light of the
0: hallway's glow lamps. I will answer all your questions, she said calmly. But if you harm Setchel again, I will end you. Scourge tossed the knife aside and slowly stood up from the bed. His heart was pounding, and he had to fight against the urge to go for his lightsaber. He'd known there were risks in coming after Setchel. Now all he could do was hope his actions hadn't cost him his life. I assume this conversation will be in private, he asked. She nodded and turned away. Scourge didn't even look back at Setchel as he followed Nyrus out into the hall. Darth Nyrus was silent until they reached her private chamber. Scourge was surprised to find that her Twi'lek slave was not present. It seemed that whatever was about to be said could not be trusted even to the Twilik's faithful ears. Are you loyal to the Empire? Nyrus asked him. I thought I would get to ask the questions, Scourge replied. Remember your place, she warned. Listen to what I have to say. When I am finished, you will have your chance to speak. I am loyal to the Emperor, Scourge declared. Loyal to the Emperor or to the Empire, she pressed. They are two different things. What do you mean? The Emperor is mad. Unchecked he will destroy us all. For a thousand years, the Empire has thrived under his rule, Scourge countered. Her words were treason, but there was little he could do about it. If he tried to strike her down, he was fairly sure he would not be able to stand against her. Unlike Darth Zedrix, she was a Sith Council member in the prime of her powers. Now that she had told him her true feelings, she couldn't let him leave her room alive. Not if she felt he would report her to the Emperor. His only option, his only hope for survival was to play along. The Emperor has expanded our borders, Nyriss admitted. He has made us stronger, but he is only doing this for one purpose. He is planning an attack on the Republic. He intends to start another war with the Jedi. No, Scourge said, shaking his head. Impossible. The Great Hyperspace War had been one of the darkest times in the history of the Sith. Under the leadership of Naga Sadao, they had invaded the newly discovered Republic, seeking to conquer it as they had conquered every other civilization they had encountered. But despite their early victories, they had quickly lost ground. The Republic hadn't just defeated the Sith fleets, they had annihilated them. And then the Jedi had pursued the fleeing survivors across the galaxy, nearly hunting the Sith to extinction. The decisive actions of the Emperor had saved them, he had led the remaining Sith into the unexplored regions of the galaxy, a decades-long flight that ended only when they rediscovered and reclaimed Dromund Kos, their long-lost ancestral home. Fortunately, the Republic and the Jedi had never found them here, a small stroke of luck that had allowed the Empire to survive. Over the next centuries, the Sith slowly rebuilt what they had lost. They began to expand their Empire again, they conquered newly discovered worlds and sectors on the far fringes of the galaxy far beyond the borders of Republic explored space safely hidden from the ever vigilant Jedi order every Sith knew the story it was taught to them at an early age and while the official stance was that the Empire was slowly gathering its strength to one day strike back at their enemies the truth was far different Scourge and Nyrus both understood the folly of that path They understood that the Empire could survive only as long as the Jedi remained unaware that the Sith still lived. If the Emperor was really planning to attack the Republic again, he would be repeating the mistakes of Naga Sadao. He would start a war they couldn't possibly win. And this time, the Jedi would not stop until they had wiped the Sith out completely. You're lying, Scourge insisted. Attacking the Republic makes no sense. The Emperor is not a fool. No, Nyriss admitted. He is no fool. He is arrogant. He is powerful. And he is mad. She looked directly at Scourge. Some of us on the Dark Council learned of his plan. To save the Empire. To save our entire species. We formed an alliance. Vowing to work together to bring the Emperor down. Was Darth Zedrix part of this alliance? He was... Yet you betrayed him. He became a necessary sacrifice for the cause. If he was your ally, why did he have to die? If the Emperor suspected the members of the Dark Council of allying against him, he would kill us all. We had to take steps to protect ourselves. To throw off suspicion, we had to distance ourselves from the Separatists who openly opposed the Emperor. That's why you staged the fake assassinations against yourself, Scourge said. If the Separatists were targeting you, the Emperor would be less likely to suspect you were working with them. Nyriss nodded. Their plan was to have my own people investigate the attempts on my life, and place their blame accordingly. But then the Emperor sent you, and the plan had to change. Your arrival meant the Emperor suspected this was bigger than a simple separatist uprising. It wouldn't be enough to implicate a radical fringe group of terrorists. So you framed Zedrix? You can't frame someone who is guilty, Nyrus corrected. I just exposed him. Cedric's really was working with the separatists. Every piece of evidence you uncovered on your missions was real. It had to be. I could not afford to be caught in a lie if you or the Emperor look deeper into the matter. Allowing Zedrix to take the blame will confirm the Emperor's suspicions that the Separatists were working with someone on the Dark Council. His death will keep my involvement and that of my co-conspirator's secret. And you get to eliminate a long-time rival, Scourge added. A fortuitous bonus, Nyrus agreed her face breaking into one of her hideous grins zedrax will not be missed she added he was a weak link in our chain he was human and his power was fading if one of us had to be sacrificed he was the most
1: logical choice why tell all this to me,
0: Scourge asked. You already suspected something was wrong, Nyriss told him. Why else would you have tried to interrogate Satchel? If I simply kill you, though, it might raise the Emperor's suspicions even farther. He sent you to investigate the assassinations. It would be better if you were the one to tell him Darth Sidrix was responsible. She paused for a long moment before continuing. During your service, you have proven your worth to me. You are strong in the force, intelligent, perceptive. You have incredible potential. My hope is that by revealing the truth, I can convince you to join our cause. I would hate to discard such a valuable tool without good reason. Scourge narrowed his eyes. This was too easy. Even if he swore allegiance to Nyrus, she couldn't just let him walk out of the room. The risk that he might report her to the Emperor was too great. She had to have some other way to protect herself, some angle he hadn't considered. He realized he was in over his depth. Ever since he had come to work for Nyrus, she had been playing him. She twisted and manipulated him for her own purposes, and he had danced for her like a puppet on a string. ''What's the catch?'' he finally asked. How do you know I won't betray your confidence? Very good, she said, smiling fiendishly in approval. I would have been disappointed if you had simply accepted my offer. Short of killing you, there is no way I can completely eliminate the risk that you will try to expose me. But what proof do you have? Accuse me and I will simply claim that you are the real traitor, trying to frame me after you killed Darth Citrix. Remember, whatever actual evidence exists will implicate you, not me. He died by your blade. Are you certain you left no evidence behind that could implicate you in this murder? No drops of blood? No flecks of skin? No witnesses who can place you at the spaceport on Bastyrda the day Cedric died. Scourge nodded in appreciation. He couldn't help but admire how thoroughly Nyriss had entangled him in her web. Let me guess. The files Setchel recovered from the UDM manufacturing plant and the Separatist base will implicate me as well. Setchel is very good at what he does. Even the experts can tell when he's doctored the data file, she assured him. Even with all the evidence pointing in your direction, it's possible the Emperor would still believe you over a member of the Dark Council. But honestly, he would probably kill us both just to be safe. That way the traitor is dead no matter which one of us is guilty. And I don't think you're the type to martyr yourself out of loyalty to the Emperor. So where do we go from here? Scourge asked. Now I must persuade you to truly believe in our cause, Nyrus said. It's not enough to secure your silence through threats and blackmail. When we finally move against the Emperor, I want you on our side. And how do you intend to convince me? Have you ever heard tales of the Emperor's childhood? Scourge shook his head. I don't even know what planet he's from. Few people do. He's hidden his past, because if the truth came to light, none would follow him. Scourge was interested despite himself. He was born almost a thousand years ago, she went on. In the decades before the great hyperspace war with the Republic, he spent his childhood on Nathema, a lush and vibrant agricultural world on the far fringes of the Empire. Nathema? I've never heard of it. Once it went by another name, but that name has long been forgotten, just like the planet itself. The Emperor erased Nathema from the history books and the astrogation charts To hide all evidence of his crimes Crimes? Through the lost rituals of the ancients He used the dark side to conquer death and make himself immortal But his immortality came with a cost Telling you what happened is not enough You must see for yourself Only then will you understand the price the Emperor was willing to pay. Only then will you understand why he must be stopped. And how am I to find this lost world? I will take you there, Nyriss said. Then you can witness the horror with your own eyes. How do I know this isn't a trap? Skirts demanded. Another elaborate trick to manipulate me into doing your bidding? ''You don't,'' Nyriss admitted. ''But what other choice do you have?'' She had a point. ''When do we leave?'' he asked. ''Patience, Lord Scourge,'' Nyriss said. ''It will take several days before we are ready to leave. The journey is long, and we must be certain the Emperor never finds out. Travelling to Nethima is punishable by death. Well, Sitch will be joining us? No. This is for your eyes alone. Scourge nodded, silently wondering if the advisor would try to seek revenge for the brutal interrogation. You are part of the Inner Circle now, Nyriss assured him. Setchel will not dare to harm you. See to your injuries, she instructed, noting the burns left behind by Darth Zedrix's lightning attack then return to your room and get some rest as he turned to go she gave him another of her unsettling smiles you might want to sleep
1: with one eye open though, just in case okay nairus was standing at the door she tells scourge that if he heard satchel again she would kill him scourge throws the knife to the side nairus tells him that she will tell him everything he wants to know Now, if I'm Scourge, I would be thinking that she's going to kill me. But she tells him to follow her and they will talk. They go back to Nyrus' office. She begins by asking Scourge if he is loyal to the Empire or the Emperor. Scourge is confused. He answers that he is loyal to the Emperor. The Emperor is the Empire. She tells him that there are two different things. Then she goes on to tell him that the Emperor was mad. Scourge is thinking to himself, this lady is talking treason. Then she goes on to tell Scourge that the Emperor wants to attack the Republic again. Scourge is like, no he doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. She tells how she and other members of the Dark Council have allied themselves together to stop this from happening. From the way the Emperor is described, I don't think that they have a chance. But Scourge is like, what if I just go tell him? But she brings up the fact that he just killed a member of the Dark Council, so basically she is blackmailing him. Then she goes on to bring up the Emperor's past and the planet that the Emperor was from. She tells him that she will take him there. Once he sees it, he will change his mind about the Emperor. I don't know about anyone else, but showing me something isn't going to change my mind. It's going to take a little bit more than that. But that's the end of chapter 12. Tune in next episode if you want to find out more. So until then, remember, keep your eyes on the sky. (laughs)